Welcome to The Pulse, headline news. Thank you all for joining us all around the world. Let's start off with some music today, then we'll get rolling with the show. Enjoy, everybody. Let's do this. Bienvenido a las noticias de titulares de Pulso. Gracias por ser parte de la familia Pulso. Oh, my God. 
I don't know whether you know it or not, but I have a new hobby. I am collecting stories that I can actually prove are told among the Russian people. They make them up themselves. They tell them between themselves. Reveals they got a great sense of humor. And they've also got a little cynical attitude about things in their country. And uh, one of these stories, the one I'm going to tell you, I told to General Secretary Gorbachev. And he laughed. <laughs> the story was an American and a Russian arguing about their two countries. And the American said, look, in my country, I can walk into the Oval Office. I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? He says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin, to the general secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. I've been living in New York about six years now, and when I first... Good thing I was in New York. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pulse. Headline news. Today is Tuesday, the 25th. Yeah, I noticed the date is wrong. Wow. Kind of missed that one. Must be must be uh, Scott's fault. <laughs> Ninana Rick Russell, welcome. Uh, Redneck Ramblers in the room as well. Doc Man, uh, good to see you as well. Uh, Aberrant, welcome. Good to see you. Miss Dixie. I see you, Paul the Big Gun's in here, Sheppy's in here, Humble Dog, Shane the Bald Guy. I just sent out, uh, let's see here, I just sent out uh, uh, them thingies, you know. Scott, good morning. How are you, brother? I see he's uh, he's wide awake this morning. <laughs> you can hear me now? I can't hear you now. Uh, your your mic sounded good this morning. Are you are you just nothing like changed? Nothing changed. Uh, yeah, nope. bright eyed, bushy nope. upset. <laughs> good morning, Scott. How are you today? You doing well today? That's a I'm, question. I'm doing. I'm doing fine. Okay. I didn't want to screw you up by asking you a question right off the bat. Rocky, welcome to the show. Uh, it's actually, it's actually, well, let's see here. Currently 74 degrees in here, uh, here at, uh, in the Denali borough, uh, 74. We're in for another heat wave today. Um, high of 82, low of 62. Um, yep, we're still in the, the positive eighties all the way through till Saturday. Then we start dropping down to 75 and below again, and we're cooking here. I know, I know everyone's like, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. Well, here in Alaska, you hit anything over 80 degrees and you're like, this sucks. You know, you guys are in for another cooking too. Aren't you Scott? Um, well, we are hot. We're in it right now. So we're as hot as we're going to get. And yeah. by like Saturday, the monsoons are going to start coming in. We're actually going to be seeing 90s going into next week. Nice. Well, so. uh, you'll probably, you and I talked about it uh, last night. And uh, we were within like five degrees last night, right? I know that. That's, it was that's, crazy. That's weird. This is yeah. odd. 
<laughs> Rambler says he's going to send the triple digits our way. <laughs> no, thanks. We're good. <laughs> GFC, welcome to the show. No, it is. It's, uh, let's see here. Yeah, we've got a high 82 today, 83 tomorrow. Then we drop down to 79. And then it just starts dropping, dropping, dropping. And we'll be in the mid-70s by the weekend again. But our humidity is still low. So I, you know, I can take that. I could take that. Our humidity is sitting, you know, right around 30%, 20%. So we're not cooking too, too bad out there. Um, I can, I can be happy with that. I can be happy with that. It's all good. All right. Uh, well, we've got a great day ahead of us. That's right. We're back here with the headline news. Uh, you're not so normal news. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us here. For those new here, please make sure you hit those follow buttons out there. Give us some likes on the way through. Also, our fan club is building. Please become a part of our fan club out there. Uh, to be part of the fan club, just click on my icon there. It should pop up a menu and you're able to be a part of our fan club here. Uh, also, we got uh, two of our fan club winners in the room right now. First of all, Miss Dixie, our winner for June. Uh, congratulations, Miss Dixie. And also for May, we've got Sheppy in the room. So we only got a few days left for the fan club here, Scott. You notice that? What do we got? A week? Yeah, we got a week. So we'll be announcing our fan club winner on Wednesday's variety show uh, on uh, August 2nd. So. I'm excited about that. You excited? You, I know you keep an eye on this stuff more than I do, but you know what's going on, right? Um, um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you and Susie, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, it is a great day. It's July 25th. It's pretty awesome because you know why, Scott? You, you know I'm going to tell you anyway, so you might as well just ask why why it's national hot fudge sunday day oh. <laughs> you got nothing right <laughs> don't go mute on me <laughs> how dare you man <laughs> come on man it's national yeah no you're not gonna mute <laughs> here's one for you this, I actually have a, a question about you. It's also National Wine and Cheese Day. Now, when did that all start? Do you, do you know anything about that, Scott? What do, you, what do you mean? It's National Wine and Cheese no, Day. No, I don't know about any history of any national. Uh, well, you, come on, man. You're the big wine guy. You're the cork. No, that absolutely don't have anything to do with. I would have just say leave it out of that. So really, I don't know why, you know, because, I, because people who drink wine, it's always wine and cheese day. So, <laughs> but day. why is that? That's what I'm asking. I've never even had wine with cheese. I drank plenty. Oh, of wine. You're ty- okay. Yeah. So tell me, give, give me some insight here. Well, because you, you've got, you've got different, you've got different taste buds that react to different ways of appreciating wine. Okay. And especially with with white wines and rosés and things like that, sparkling wines. Yeah. Um, cheese comes into play because of the bitterness, the acidity, 
Okay. Right. Balances yeah. out. It's all about balancing out. Um, a lot of people did just, you know, a lot of people drink red wine. It's because their diet basically complements that. Um, mm. And they don't even know that. They don't even know that's why well, they you, prefer. You know, red I drink wine. red wine. I drink a lot of red wine. Me and Susie do. That's yeah, that's but, but you don't. But you don't drink. You don't drink like bitter red wine. No, no, no. Right. And by the so, way, Sheppy, I called him. I called him a cork dork. There you go. Uh, <laughs> look at Doc. Tw- Mad Dog Twenty Twenty goes with everything. So does Thunderbird. <laughs> go ahead, Scott. Well, it's. I was just confused on that. Does it tame the flavor? Does it change the flavor of the wine? No, it, it complements it. It makes it everything more of of like a taste experience. It's all about experience. Okay. So Annie J, good morning. Welcome. So you 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 stray away from from bold bold wines, um, bold red wines. Yeah. Which which means that. You like a lot of, I, I bet, I know you like a lot of, of meat, but you yeah. don't like complex meat. It's not like you, you, you strive to eat, um, things that, you know, are more gamey are prepared in a certain fashion in that way. Yeah. You're uh, right. You're, you're, you're more, um, on the lighter end of that scale. Um, so yeah. I mean, everybody's, everybody's different, but if you, you talk about a guy who, who just like, just drinks cabs all day. Yeah. You know, he's, he's probably eating extremely loves rich beef, things like that. Yeah. So, um, people who just like, don't really care, you know, that's why I always say like, you know, more in your range, if you go even with basic wine, if you go over to the sweetness scale and you go over to like, you know, Zens and Chevys, right? Yeah. That's more in your, that's more in your ballpark. That's like starting to get in your circle a little bit. That goes with everything, especially fun food. Like you could, you could, you, you could just order Jack in a box tacos, right? Absolutely. hundred, hundred percent. Give me a greasy taco and, and uh, yeah. And, and, and give me some uh, Moscato. I'm I'm just saying, you know, And Susie, yeah, Susie likes white and blush wines too, and I, I, I can't do it. I mean, it's just out of my ballpark, you know. I, I don't know why. I, it just doesn't do it for me. Even Zinfandels, you know, that sort of thing. I, it just doesn't work for me. I don't know. I like it red. I like it fruity, and I like a little bit of fizz to it. Now, here's a question for you. Now, I've tasted. Have, you know the wine cheese that they have? Usually, there's like a mixture. There's like a cheese with like red wine swirled in it. Yeah, that sounds like a waste of time. It is. I I I've tasted it, and I, I'm not real big on it. But I knew do know what's out there. You know, you ever see that? You ever sounds, go to a sounds party? weird to me. You've never seen it before or tried no. it? No, and I wouldn't be looking for that or be impressed by it either. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of odd. No, there's, I, you know, when you drink wine, it's all about the experience, like I said. So it's all about getting a bottle of wine, knowing what you're buying. You yeah. Know, ex- exploring something new or, or getting into something that is, that fits you. 
Yeah. So. I know you're trying to change me. You you have some stuff that you want me to try that you know. Well, I think I think you need I think you need to get into um, uh, more more German and Austrian. I think that's where you need to go to. I think you need to start finding reds over in that region. Yeah. I think I think you would love them. I think you need really? to to yeah to to leave the. Uh, I think you should leave France behind. Leave France and, and Northern Italy behind. Well, no, 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 no. I think no. You you like what you like there. Um, Nor- Northern Italy is obviously going to be a hit for you, but I think right. for you to expand your taste, I think you need to go into German and Austrian wines, oh, Hungarian. Okay. Yeah, Hungarian Delfino wines. Bubble. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Next time I uh, we're we're gonna have wine tasting at your house. I'm just gonna have you bring a bunch of stuff and we'll try it out. Retro sixty four, welcome to the show. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I am. I I mean I'm gonna expand. You know that I love the Alaska wine here. You know, the um our our winery here that does all the fruit wines and stuff. I mean, they got some they got some awesome stuff. Some amazing wines. Yes, Susie, Bear Creek. Matter of fact, I don't think you even tried it when you were here, did you, Scott? No, I didn't. Uh, we need to pop some. Yeah. I mean, I, I they do some berry wines and stuff that is really good. Really good. Uh, Retro, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, there's good too, Susie put out there. But yeah, I, I, I think I need to expand a little bit. Um. Also on today's day uh, is uh, Carousel Day. You like carousels? Are you a carousel guy? You know, like sure, the, why not? Why not? You ever I was been on one naked. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, <laughs> you're not gonna go there, are you? <laughs> That's somewhere. Uh, anyway. Um, last carousel I was on was down there in Mesa. Um, used to go was Superstition Springs Mall has the carousel in it, right? In Mesa. Uh, I have I have no idea. You never been in there? You never knew it? Huh. Why Why would I? I'm I'm not a child. Um, well, do you have to be a child right to ride a carousel? Kind of. Why? Like, unless you're with a little kid. Well, that's what I was other, with. Other, otherwise, otherwise, you're just being a chomo. <laughs> you are st- staring at all the little kids having a good time. Yeah. Behind your no. aviator glasses. No, I was with my grandson, man. I took I took my grandson. And a kid gets brought into the... <laughs> yeah. Well, what the hell do you think? I mean, you think I just go over there and, uh, you know, by myself, grab me a, you know... A, a, a freaking orange Julius and go ride the carousel for an hour. Yeah. yeah. In your aviator glasses <laughs> in your members only jacket. Oh no, no. I hit hot topic <laughs> on the way by <laughs> members only jacket. <laughs> yes, you can see Miss Dixie even says you can ride a carousel as a couple and not look. Yeah. Only. Yeah. You can, but yeah, he's, he's talking about his, his little solo. Yeah, don't look at Doc Orange Julius. Yeah, man, who no, doesn't like Orange Julius's, right? I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I think the mall that I last mall I went to didn't have one. So, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know mean, if there's 
I don't. There might be one at the Tucson Mall. I'm not sure though. So man, man, how about uh, let's see, Orange Julius, right? You I mean, remember malls are kind of like a thing that's like dying. Right. All they've all America. turned into they've all turned into right these outlet stores. No, they've turned into piles of rubble. That's what right. they've turned into mostly. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. I, I miss my opportunity. Um there was that unique moment, that twilight moment over at the Foothills Mall uh, in Tucson that I could have gone and like literally walked through a mall that had like three stores open in it. And I kept telling myself, oh, I'm going to totally go do that. It's probably so cool. Yeah. Um, and they take a they, skateboard with you. you no, know, they, they bulldozed. They bulldozed it before. I really? There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, everything. I, 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 I mean, don't know. I will say that uh, most places in America, the malls are just all disappearing. In, right. in Tucson, yeah, we just had one that was torn down. But some of the older malls that should have died have actually resurrected into pretty busy places. Right. So, right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, yeah. A little different Interesting. here. Uh, Shep, Shep, Shep must have some mall stuff he wants to talk about. Either that or he, or, or maybe he just, he finger screwed it there one way did or he, the other. Did he send you the, uh, the, uh, the guest host? um membership money yet um uh he actually put his credit card on file just oh. to let you know yeah by the way i just updated the date i i didn't know you could do that i i oh. actually updated the date in the in our our heading oh, i had no that's idea fantastic i could care less <laughs> couldn't give a rat's ass <laughs> oh. Shep butt dialed us. All righty. Uh, with that, uh, that's on the purpose. End. Like you, you like pulled your pants down and like slowly tried to like dial us Rub up your, with your, your your butt. <laughs> while on, while on. Ooh, yeah. ooh, it's ooh. cold. Ooh, that screen is so cold. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Shep, he paid me off with uh, great value fudge covered peanut butter filled cookies. Not a bad deal. Yeah, no, I I absolutely (laughs) took it. I mean, you know, I'm not going to turn those down. (laughs) We go on vacation, right, Scott? (laughs) And Susie goes, "We're we're going to we're going shopping." There was like seven of them on the on the shelf. I grabbed all seven of them. The bus still has like three or four in it. (laughs) That's that's what you do on vacation, right? You you just do it to it. (laughs) Right. Oh man! All right, you ready to get into some news? I guess. Uh, I I think I'm done with National Day. Uh, other than National Thread the Needle Day, <laughs> what the <Whoa>. hell that is? <laughs> Have you threaded the needle lately? Okay, never mind. I fixed it. <laughs> What'd you do? Did you like nothing? Nothing. It was, nothing. I was having an issue yeah. with the app. Hello, brother Hoff. Good to see you, Ben. You you were having a dude app issues all over the place last night. Um, well, I was on yeah, Russell last night. And, yeah, he, he he got bombed out a few times, just like did his he? Show kept just dying. Yeah, yeah. I got kicked out a few times, and my mic wasn't working. I'm in the studio. My mic always works, 
And it was like getting quiet. It was doing this. It was doing all sorts of weird stuff last night. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. In fact, the bus had uh, had had mice in it because Susie bought some chocolate eclairs and uh, went to bed and woke up the next morning and there was missing chocolate eclairs out of the package. Mm. I think it was about an eighty-two-year-old mouse that was roaming around in the bus and found the eclairs. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah. See, Susie's confirming it. Pretty sure of it. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us here at the pulse headline news. Today's Tuesday, July 25th. That's right. I changed the heading in there and, uh, I don't even remember what background I used today. What background I got. What can you see, Scott? I picked a new background. It's just, it just looks like some, like, I don't know. It's like a microphone. It says your name on it. That's all. My- well, it looks like tied it tied. I throw up or something. Whatever. It does. It, really? It looks all hippie in here. It's like all. Oh, hippie. okay. All right. Let's go hippie today. All right. Let's do the news. What do you got? Let's start it off. Um. Hold on. Um. Te- I'm texting somebody. <laughs> We're in a show. What? <laughs> I'm texting somebody. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, 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 I'll play your game. Okay, you want to play show. my silly game? Yeah, show. All right, let's do it. What do you got? I got angry, angry guy in Brazil. Mm-hmm. It's all angry. Uh-oh. Really? Really? Uh. So yeah, uh, Brazil's leftist president, Lula da Silva, signed a decree to limit civilian access to firearms. Really? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't go over. Don't. Yeah. So um, the last president um, of Brazil, he actually did the opposite. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and so a lot of people are saying that he's just more of reversing his predecessor's pro-gun policies. Yeah. Um, the thing that was, um, uh, so here I'll lay out, I'll lay out the basic decree. Just okay. So you kind you kind of see what gun control looks like, right? Uh, in Brazil. Oh, just period. The end. Just period. Okay. Um, um so the decree reduces the number of gun civilians can possess for personal safety from four to two reduces the ammunition for each gun from 200 rounds to 50 rounds and requires documentation proving the needs to hold the weapons. It also bars all nine millimeter pistols and restricts them to only the police and military. Why? I wonder why the, don't don't i don't even want to get into the why um no no why a nine millimeter it's a garbage round sorry go ahead uh well it, it doesn't matter if it's a garbage round yeah nine millimeters have been proven to be um extremely successful when it comes to law enforcement and military exercises maybe an exercise okay Go ahead. Well, I mean, I just differ ever, with if that. you've ever. I mean, what? Well, you you may disagree, but yeah, 
militaries all over the world would disagree with you. I know. It's the same reason that a two two three is the most preferred ammunition. Yeah. I because... I just Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I see what the uh, I mean it's an Because it's all about taking control. people out. It's not about killing people. Well, that's the thing, is it's not it's just run through. It's a high velocity small round. Right. You know, I it's mean exactly it, what it, that's so why the military it. loves it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so every negative that you have towards why exactly why the military loves it because they're about taking people off the field and they don't care if they're alive or dead. Yeah. Okay. So, so why are you going to use a round that has stopping power? (laughs) Right. I, 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 how do you, how do you take out all of the emergency personnel in a battlefield? Yeah. You you wound all the soldiers. Yeah. Well, that's uh yeah. Uh, yep, look at look at Rocky. Rocky Oh yeah. Exactly yeah, no, I understand. About. Yeah. Rocky Rocky gets it. Small that's arms. They are- they start that the I say the first large scale war that they did that in is probably Vietnam. Right? Yeah, what a massacre. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Okay. I still say on that one. Anyway, uh, that's interesting that they're doing that. Uh, so it's not really, but how is that? I don't get that as being gun control. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're, you're telling the citizens. That any, any that rules that prohibit people from owning firearms is gun control. Is it gun control. I, I don't yeah. care what it is. I don't care yeah. if it's like you can't have, this stock or that stock are, you know, you can't attach a flashlight yeah, to, to the end yeah. of a, like attach a flashlight to the end of the shotgun. It becomes a tactical weapon. I mean, the yeah, stuff that you hear politicians talking about, it's ridiculous. Right. Right. No, I get it. I get it. Okay. He's but, been in, how long has he been president? Not long. Silva? Not he long hasn't enough. been. Yeah. So he's just doing yeah. the end. Maybe it seems like about a year. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. What else you got? (laughs) What? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to flash through, uh, the, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do some of the the news from Germany since I've been got a lot of this. Since you're all Knusperhausen here. No, no, there's a lot of stuff shaking down in Germany. It's Europe's uh, largest economy. I mean, I mean, uh, people don't pay attention to it. Um, yeah. This has a lot to do with what's going on in the Ukraine war. It's a country that people need to pay more attention to. So this is a, a, a graph of the, uh, the parties in Germany. And, and it is, uh, so as you can see, uh, the AFD party, is the right wing party. Um, they have gained 2% in the last week at this rate, the party is on track to become the most popular party in the country. Um, Israel's ex ambassador, Shimon Steen on the AFD upsurge, the current development in Germany cannot be tolerated. So 
Germany, Germany is the people there are becoming more right leaning. I mean, it's obvious that this leftist, well, it's not even leftist. I guess it is extreme leftist Green Party is not sitting well with the people. Um, I wanted to, uh, this was a, a more news and to kind of show you some of the things that kind of upset the people there. Okay. I will show you a picture uh, of, oh, can I even get this in one frame? Let's see what I can do. Yeah, I, I kind of can. Here, here, here's a picture of this government. What is it up with Germans and flags? I, I don't know. They get really flag happy. Like, <laughs> like more than Kim Jong-un? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, pretty flag happy, like, dude. Like, they, they'll, they'll do anything for like a new flag to wave around and march in the streets for. It's like, yeah. So um, they have, as you could see from the picture, the, the rainbow flag now flies on, on, on Reichstag. Um, uh, let's see, Katrin Goring Eckert, the vice president of the German Bundestag and politicians of the Green Party have installed permanently on top of that, I, I can't remember what you call the rotunda, um, yeah. that top pillar of the building. There is yeah. now above all flags in Germany flies a pride flag. Um, in front of the Reichstag, which is a, the image that I caught, is flags going from left to right is a European Union with Germany in the middle with the pride flag on the end. Mm. So as the government is making this a priority, yeah, and as you see, the right wingers are starting to multiply like gremlins at this point. Lucky me, welcome. They're multiplying. <laughs> Are they yeah. pouring water on them again? <laughs> uh, go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and then we'll we'll talk about the health of the country real quick. Okay. Because we've talked about it before. We've talked about their their manufacturing. Um, what the what what the manufacturing there looks like, and and obviously Germany's known for manufacturing. They're they're known as one of the best countries in the world for product yeah. quality right? correct so yeah here's like a good let's go about 10 years of this chart that is the manufacturing um it's it's almost uh it's been in it seems like this all started actually back in 2018 the country slowly started to decline and then yeah what's weird is it's like covid they had a covid boost and then about as money for covid probably disappeared so did their manufacturing economy i do not right. know I, I don't know why i'm linking those two together it just seems to me that's what was going on in the world so i can link them together but right. germany's manufacturing that's the pmi uh has plummeted 38.8 percent 12 consecutive months of contraction Oh, very wow. bad news for Europe's largest economy where a green economic miracle was promised to its citizens. Mm. So, and then we can just kind of 
continue to go here. Let me like see what else I can find so we can move on from Germany. But there's more economic news that I think I saw this morning. Um, yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go to this guy here. I'll do a nice picture of him. There was a press conference this morning, and mm. someone had to do answers about their economy. And oh no, you why? Who would you go to except Miss Mr. Schultz? And right. there he right. is. There's the current <laughs> president. He's so happy to have to answer these questions. Uh, Germany is expected to be the worst performing major economy in the world this year. Wow. That's an ouch. And, and that, that was put out by the IMF. Even, yeah. the, even the UK economy will outperform Germany this year. I like how they wrote that. <gasps> even wow. the UK can beat them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's quite an ouch. That's quite and, an ouch. And that statement came out this morning, actually just came out less than two hours ago. So. Now, is it hitting manufacturers there like uh, BMW, that sort of thing? I didn't even, I was thinking about that. I was, I was yeah, thinking absolutely. About, yeah. Absolutely. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of the German cars are not doing well in the United States right now. But it's to be fair, the automotive industry is not doing well. Yeah, e so, everywhere it's not. Yeah, it's just right. not. Period. There, there's like yeah. a couple like this and that's and like, you know, I mean, what was it we were looking at? It was a couple of the Japanese are doing okay. Right. Right. But it's like yeah. weird to see like it's like Hyundai and Toyota are doing better than like way better than like Honda is. And uh, right. It's but it's all a mixed bag. And then like in the U.S., it's like Ford's doing like twice the business Chevy's doing now. Um, a Dodge isn't even a thing anymore. Like their, right. their sales have plummeted almost into nothing, but they don't offer anything anymore. They don't have a full line of cars to offer people. No, they did that to themselves. Down. They've drug everything. The idea, out. Now, yeah. now I heard this. I heard this that uh, it, when talking about the uh, Daimler Chrysler, that yeah. they purposely got rid of all of the Dodge Chrysler cars because they wanted people to buy Mercedes. And the idea was that they could start pushing c-class is more of a normal car in the united states that didn't work no it bit him in the ass yeah intrepid or stratus <laughs> <laughs> you go Sheppy. <laughs> you know you know i i, I think the intrepid in there. was kind of a i think the intrepid was kind of a gangster car you think so was yeah, it just the look kind, of it kind or? of a yeah, yeah. That's why I threw out the. I, you, you know the one. You know the one I like. I, I, I've, I've always had a thing for the the Concord. Really? Yeah. You, you were a Concord guy. <laughs> yeah, kind of pimp. <laughs> I, 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 I think that the, I don't know. I can, I can remember my grandfather getting one of the first, 
like Chrysler New Yorkers that went like digital. Okay, I I don't know if you remember what. No, the, I, I had I like, had a K car. You're just talking about K cars. It wasn't the K car. He actually had the New Yorker. Okay, it was like a. They're K cars. The New York market. was a K car. Was it really the K car? Absolutely. I mean, K-Cars you might as well know the Pontiac six thousand. K car, K car, K car has the same, uh, uh, wheel well, body yeah. plant, uh, like interior chassis, engine, transmission, dashboard as the LeBarons did. Uh I didn't. The only that. difference is they had a completely different, uh, outfitting. Right. Yeah, because his New Yorker, I remember he was so excited about buying that New York New Yorker because it had it had, uh, you know, digital gauges on it and they were all like green screen back then. It was LED green screen. You know, it just kind of jumped out at you, (laughs) you know, and it was a a couple of those years were the talking cars. So, yes, um, exactly. That's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. I had the talking. I had a GTS. Oh, okay. I had a GTS K car, talking car, full digital layout, uh, upgraded yeah. everything, all leather. Um, yeah. He was proud of that. Such car. a piece of garbage. But <laughs> <laughs> His was a turbo. They put a turbo in the New York. They all were turbo. Um, like anything, almost all of them were turbo. I had a turbo yeah. in mine. I had the same motor as the New Yorker. Exact same one in a LeBaron. Yeah. Oh turbo all of that blue head gaskets like changing the oil yeah they were pieces That's of garbage it. they really really were <laughs> like, look at I've... <laughs> they were lcd you're right <laughs> the tie 85 <laughs> the texas instruments yeah <laughs> they were it was like looking at green screen i was waiting for it to start play like you know, Oregon trail or something on it. <laughs> nah, he was proud of that car, man. It even had, you know, it was like the first to have like the heated seats in it and that sort of stuff. You know, I mean, they went all out when they did that car. They, they tried to do, you know, they tried to do it pretty hardcore. So I didn't know you were a K car guy. Yeah. Well, I had one. <laughs> you ended up with one. Is that what you're saying? I actually picked that car. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah actually, like, I, 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 I've, I, uh, was going to buy, uh, this guy's Camaro. And I, Go ahead. I passed, I passed up the Camaro for a cake and a LeBaron GTS. Yeah. 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 I okay. just, it was more, com- it was more comfortable. Yeah. That Camaro was not comfortable, <laughs> no. but the Camaro had a really cool backstory. It was the original owner who won yeah. it at angel stadium. Oh, okay. He wanted, he, they like called his seat number. Really? He came and he won a brand new Camaro in like 1982. Yeah. So the choice was to buy a 1982 Camaro or like an uh, an 87 LeBaron, and I got in that yeah. car. I was like, "Oh, leather seats! Oh, and it's right. talking comfy. Me. I love it." Yeah, <laughs> I think the last Chrysler I owned was a uh, Chrysler LHS. 
I think it was like an 01 or something like that. Right in there. I had a white LHS. You know, the big comfy car. The boat. Yeah, it's the same same thing as like the Concord I was talking about. They're same body. Yeah. Everything. They just no, it wasn't the same body, was it? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. The only difference between the Concord and the LHS was the Concord was bigger. Was it? Maybe that's Concord, why the Concord. Concord was one of the biggest, if not the biggest, production car ever made. Really? I had no mm-hmm. idea. It, it it beat out records that were like standing for like 25 years at that point. Wow. Like, hmm. I think the 72 Cadillac reigned for a very long time as one of the biggest cars ever made. The broad. And before that, it was, uh, uh, it was, uh, the God, what car is that? Um, yeah. the four door version. Yeah. Of, of the, 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 the Pontiac GTO. You know, oh, okay. so they had the Pontiac, like a like a mid sixties Pontiac GTO was a two yeah. door, right? The four yeah. door version that would come with like, um, you know the the that slow dog four hundred cc motor. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was running like a weed eater engine. Or, yeah, <laughs> a, a cubic inch motor. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. Um, it was just like this big ass motor that like basically was a dog. Um, I mean, you could tow, you, you could tow with it. Yeah. It was a car you could tow with for sure. Cause it had horsepower up the butt, but, but like, yeah, going fast was not what that car was. It was not an option. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Didn't so it might, yeah, you might be right. The Bonneville might've been one Bonneville. of those. Yeah. They, they were huge. Yeah. In the sixties. And then in the seventies, Cadillac, the Cadillacs got big. And then I believe that record held until the Concord came out. And that was like more recent times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Interesting. I don't, I don't know. I don't know all of it. It's like, but I'm not. An Miss Dixie says it. the Cutlass, the Calais. That was up there too. Well, so was, so was the, I mean, the Lincoln was up there the the continental the 80s continental was up there too it was a big old boat you know it was a von yipper clipper it even had right. you know it it had a normal window and a back window you know like a wind wing for the i mean it was so extended you sat in the back seat and it like pushed you to the pushed you to the bulkhead of the trunk you know zell welcome um they were they were monstrous yeah see the continental uh is that just somebody begging for money zell <laughs> yeah zell here like zell here zell yeah. zell her money yeah <laughs> uh, uh Ra- I'm, Rambler I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna change my name to cash app now cash app now okay we could do that <laughs> don't tease the new listeners here <laughs> i care less <laughs> oh let's see well if if zell does stick around make sure you hit that like button and that follow button give us some engagement on the way through <laughs> right. yeah oh shep says he's venmo now uh apple pay yeah, there you go. <laughs> we could run with this one forever. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, what else you got? Yeah, it's a tough crowd. 
what what else you got in the news there? Um, well, I I don't know much about about this. Um and I was actually hoping that someone like Sue or Caps would 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 join. Um, because I don't know much about this, uh, but this fire. Oh, I did see something on it. It came um, over on the circular, but I didn't really look into it. Go ahead. Uh, so it's uh, the roads fire, uh, our fire on roads. Um, they just recently found out that this fire uh, in the UK was caused by human hands. Um, so the fire department has, has just found out. Um, yeah. This, this fire, I guess, was huge news. Um, officials and roads have confirmed that a preliminary investigation shows that the, the horrific fires were caused by arson attacks, but no arrests have been made. Mm. So um, I saw an article on the Daily, uh, Daily Star in the UK. Roads yeah. horror fires caused by human hands as Island Blaze sees 16,000 evacuated. That's pretty, yeah. Yep. That's, that's the blaze up there. started. The blaze started uh, about a week ago now. Local firefighters have struggled to control it as winds are blasting towards the popular resort. Thousands of people have been evacuated by boat. UK travel companies, Jet2 and TUI canceling all flights into the country earlier today until July 30th. And now it is being claimed by top officials that the fires were actually man-made. Mm. So how many did that does it I say how many here. acres it's covered right now? No, I don't have that information. Okay. So. I just figured I'd ask. Okay. Just keep. Yeah. Um, Rhodes looks like a volcano exploding. I'm just looking at pictures of it right now. Did you put pictures out in the chat? Okay, I'm and I'm sorry. So Rhodes is in Greece, but it's I guess it's British controlled. Correct. So, yeah, there's a lot of articles about the families. Um, Displacement yeah. of the evacuated. Yeah, or just uh, the how how concerned they are for their safety. Yeah, but I thought I would mention that it's pretty big news over there. Yeah, big time. Sunny, welcome to the show. Um, it is it, you know anytime I, you know how much I deal with fire. Um, it, it's just a you know the the clear fire that we had last year munched uh, almost seventy seven thousand acres you know, within a couple miles of my home here, you know, and it, it's brutal when uh, things start getting a little bit uh, out of hand there and uh, not being able to control things. Okay. What else you got there? I'll continue on with some uh, international news before we get over to our wonderful domestic stuff that we have. Okay. Um, let me see here. Uh, I think I'm going to, dip over to Spain. So oh. big news in Spain is uh, Spain's conservative and right-wing parties on track to push out socialists in general election, says exit polls. Update, 
is that Spain's center right PP party. I love that. The PP party, PP party, PP party tonight. No, do the PP no, dance. No, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay is in the lead, but after 95% of the votes counted, both left and right blocks do not have the seats needed for a governing majority without support from junior parties. Mm. So there you go. Interesting. So if you're, so if, if you're, you're a Spaniard and uh, yeah, PP, <laughs> if you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, geez. No. Yeah, it's a new jingle. You're right, Shep. I think you got a new jingle, Shep. What do you think? I've, I've had three boys. I you do anything for them to like just learn how to piss <laughs> piss in the bowl. Just piss in the bowl. Just aim. I don't, it doesn't matter. Just take all your clothes off and do, do the pee pee dance. Do the pee pee dance. Just get right. in there. You know. <laughs> you know. Do anything. Throw throw a marshmallow in there and tell them to play do target practice. Whatever. Battleship. <laughs> Throw a marshmallow in there. <laughs> oh man. I, I never even <laughs> That's Whatever pretty funny. It takes. Learn. Whatever it takes. Just do it. Cheerios. Cheerios. I like, there you I like, go. Yeah. Like, you eat. yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> Throw a peanut butter cookie. Go get it. <laughs> Cheerios. There you go. I, I I still think the Cheerios is good. They, they float forever. <laughs> uh, that's better. Yeah, Cheerios. What are they? Athletes? <laughs> that's better than that's better than using Wheaties. <laughs> All right. Uh what else you got there, Scott? <laughs> so I uh, posted in the chat, uh, this is a uh, decree that was uh, signed into law by Putin. Mm. And this one actually kind of took me a little by surprise. Um, yeah. But Putin has signed a law introducing a central bank digital ruble and creating an appropriate electronic platform. The law with the exception of a number of provisions comes into force on August 1st. Mm. So they will, it's almost like I, that's why I'm telling you this took me right spread. Cause I had a feeling that Russia was going to be one of the countries that would not be interested in that. And that's a lot that would have a lot to do with bricks but that's why i try not to throw some opinions out there about some of the financial right. stuff that goes on in our world because there's a lot of times i'm completely wrong about the intentions of things um uh i i'm not really a supporter of of digital currencies being nationalized um at all i think well, it I, diminishes what digital why. currencies are so, yeah Okay. Do you think it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a way for them to move money quicker. Maybe it's a movie way to launder it quicker. I mean, I don't know. Well, you can't well, launder money when it's legal. Right. Exactly. That's but so you, you know what no. I'm saying? I mean, it, it, 
it's movable. It's, yeah, it's for, for me, it just has to do with uh, civilian control. So that's where yeah. I go. Okay. If you've got digital currencies and pretty soon your business is all around you or people around you only start taking them, that's, that's where it gets scary. It's not yeah. scary to have a digital currency. That's not an issue. But it's, it starts to be a concern when that's all that's being taken. Right. So no one's saying that here. I'm just, I'm just saying kind of why I'm not a supporter of it because it's too easy to hit that slippery slope. Right. And it turn into some kind of social credit or way of to control people in the end. Yeah. No, I get it. I get where you're going with it. Okay. Interesting. So August. Talk 1st. about a, uh, let, let's do this. Let's talk about another law that Putin just passed. Okay. If I can get the little thingamajigger. Your uh, thingamajigger. Oh, that, is, that is a, that is a great image. Is it? So yeah. Uh, Hello, Eric. Welcome. What do you got an image of? So, um, Putin has signed, <laughs> signed, uh, into law. Okay. He has banned gender reassignment surgery and prohibits transgenders from adopting children. Really? Yes. He went straight up uh, right for the throat on that one, didn't he? And when does that, is that in effect right now? Yeah. There's now law. Really? Huh. Wow. He's going to wonder if there's going to be an uprising on that one. Right. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Mm, interesting. I don't know. Uh, okay. Go ahead and repeat that for Shep one more time here. For everyone that did not hear it, this is what Putin has just enacted in law. Go ahead. He has banned gender reassignment surgery. And he is prohibiting transgenders from adopting children. Straight up. Into law. Okay. Yep. Wow. Okay. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, let's see what the heck is that. Okay. We're good. All right, uh, you got you got any more on the overseas stuff? Yeah, I have. Uh, I think this is pretty big news because uh, they've had you know record protest over this. So the uh, Israel's uh, uh, I, I don't even know how to say this. Is it Knesset? Their parliament? Yeah. I could just say parliament. Just um, say parliament. Has, has okay. finally this passed the legislation blocking the country's Supreme Court from interfering in government decisions despite months of protests. The opposition stormed out of the chamber before the final vote. Just walked out. They just walked out. So a lot of people don't know what's going on. The United States is opposed to this law being passed um, okay. and is 
been uh, has even gone as far as uh, people in Israel are blaming the United States for organizing anti-government protests um, in their country. Um, mm. Joe Biden says that he does uh, not support the U.S. or the sorry the Israeli government on this yeah. issue. Okay. Um, so what is what is this? What is the law that they just passed? Well, there's a series of laws to okay. um, basically up to date Israel's Supreme Court. Uh, the first one, the one that just passed, is the current judges in their Supreme Court yeah. do not have to state law on opinions for verdicts. So they could just go on whatever. Yeah. Like, like they, and that was the law. The law was, there was no law pretty much. Right. And if you were a Supreme court judge and Shep said, Oh, I want some freedoms that those Supreme court judge says, you know what? I really don't like you and I hate your face. And that's no. it. Yeah. Now they have to state a law that that pro that says that Israel that is allowed to. Um, yeah, yeah. You actually have to write part of your opinion has to dictate back to the laws that the people of Israel have voted in. You can mm -hmm. no longer just have a personal opinion as a verdict. Right. So. Um, uh, left-leaning political people hate this with a passion. That they have to go by the guidelines. That they have to go by rule and law, like they do right. in the United States Supreme Court, first off. And so the president, our president, who has his own Supreme Court that has to use guidelines and rules to use opinions to make a verdict, is against other countries doing that. Oh, wow. The other thing that has not gone into effect yet and has not been voted on yet, that's very controversial over there. And again, um, it's, it's going to go along political lines is that when they select a Supreme court judge. Yeah. The judges select it, not the people. Really? Or the president or the government. So they want to make a rule that is very close to ours that a government will have a election process or a nomination process, I should say, to yeah. a judge and the judges don't get to pick their own anymore. Mm. And again, people who are leftist, left-leaning politics, right. hate that because guess what's in the Supreme Court right now? It's almost all left-leaning judges. Mm. so they don't like these rules at all they don't like that people want to reform the court um so it's 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 just crazy and the the news about the large protests over this um i showed a sign of one of the um uh left the left the opposition side yeah the bigger protest there have all been 
on the side of Israel, right? Have been on the side of the reforms. Happening. Right. The so, wiping of the slate clean. Basically getting some balance. They're looking for balance. I think the, I, I I think they're they're trying to add structure. Yeah. Yeah. So, CM, welcome to the show. GFC, welcome. Um, yeah, that's a, that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to structure something. Now that's number two that they're trying to do. Is there more that they're trying to do? No, that's pretty much it. I mean, but it's turning the country into, um, I mean, there's protests there all the time. Right. So um, it's, this is a big deal. Like I said, the biggest protests they've ever seen have been, yeah. it wasn't the opposition. It was the pro-reform protests were, were big. Um, yeah. The, the opposition, I mean, they don't even want to be part of it. Anymore. Right. Right. So. So that's pretty much, um, yeah, I think we pretty much did our around the world update here. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I say we uh, take a break. We get a little more domestic and talk about yeah. the lo- lunatics that, you know, are running uh, this little area. <laughs> this little them. area of the world. <laughs> um, let me see here. I'm actually going to send you a message here. No. No? Why? <laughs> that was just an instant no. <laughs> no response. Are you going to take a break or no? Yeah, I can take a break. I can take a break here. Can, can I pick right. a song? can you pick a song no because it is it is metal tuesday so so what i said last night you heard it shep you heard it shep he's he's gonna like play some barry manilow right now no i'm not you know exactly what i'm talking about so all right (laughs) he is so butthurt this morning listen to him why didn't you say do it when i was prepping for the show no Yeah, I said no had two syllables. There you go. (laughs) All righty, everyone. Thank you for joining us here at the Pulse Live Headline News. Today's Tuesday, July 25th. Uh, Thank you all for joining us here. We're going to go ahead and take a little break here and uh, grab yourself some coffee or some munchies, which I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and refill myself. Uh, We'll listen to a couple plugs on the way through. We'll hit one plug and... uh, I think it's time for it. Uh, Yeah, everyone needs to see it. Uh, Everyone needs it because you know why. Let's see. If you can't see them, you can't miss them. Then we're going to go into a song here, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Thank you all for joining us here at The Pulse. Here we go. Let's do it. This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nana Repair your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering AMSOIL products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic, up to five quarts. A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, the Nano Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, the Nano Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. 
For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to Nanana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nanana, Alaska. Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you.
This show brought to you by the historic Nanana Rail Depot Museum and Bed and Breakfast. Built in 1922, located at 900 A Street, Nanana, Alaska. This museum focuses on the history of the Alaska Railroad, the growth through the years, and how it has supported many small communities along the rail belt and beyond in Alaska. At the depot, you will find Alaska Rail History, an amazing gift shop hosting locally made jewelry, art, and gifts. In addition to the museum, you can stay in one of the depot's three available rooms upstairs, the Brakeman Suite, the Harding Suite, or even the Engineer's Suite. Get on board with the Nanana Depot, where you are one whistle stop away from Alaska Rail History and what is historic Nanana, Alaska. For information on the Nanana Rail Depot or reserving a room, give them a call at 907-371-5588 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pulse uh, Headline News. Today is Tuesday, July 25th. Uh, let's see, Scott, welcome back. Uh, sorry, man, I, I had to I had to blow your Mel Torme out for a little bit of Metallica. Sorry, it just happens. <laughs> it must be. Uh, Dude, I like how you. I like how you blame me for shit that you like. I specifically said on the last show that I don't like Mel Tome when you kept bringing him up. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. And, and that just, and that, and, and yeah, and that album sucks ass. That is the worst freaking Metallica album ever made. Uh, really? Garbage. Absolute really? garbage. You think so? Yeah. Every, every, ever since the Black album, every Metallica song pretty much just sounds the same. <laughs> And it's just whatever pays the bills. 
It was. The it album, was that 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 yeah, band okay. had lost all creativity as soon as they did the black the black album. Maybe the black album is individual, but ever since then, that's all they can do is just oh, let's do something just like the black album. Like literally the same shit over and over again. Do you think so? Okay. Absolutely. I'll give me your opinion. I mean, what'd you think with the song that I opened with? Oh, I like I like Dio. Okay. I opened for Dio. those that show up late. I opened with Dio with Holy Diver. So, you know. So it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least I got a fifty percent approval rating. That's better than Biden. <laughs> Uh, I can go with that, you know. Come on, man. <laughs> Look at Russell's even bagging. Hey, Russell, by the way, I heard I got called out last night <laughs> on music. Uh, I didn't come back in. I, I, I actually ate dinner and kind of passed out in my chair. Um, <laughs> did I, did I get bad? Everybody on? got bad too. Like really? All the musicians. Yeah. All of the musicians got so freaking bad in that band. <laughs> the drums always sound the same now. They do. They do. I'll admit that. Okay. Like, Being a drummer, like, I can just, yeah, you I can mean, follow it. You can play song. almost every Metallica song now with one hand. Yeah, you can, you can. Pretty much, and, and every every solo. Um, I noticed you did. You that, that, that after bald, the solo. bald bald freak is now putting out. It's just all where 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 like there is nothing like inspiring as a guitar player that they do yeah. at all. Make the bad the man. Stop, it so. all ended. It all ended with. Um, what's his name i can't remember uh it ended when the bass player they got rid of the second bass player yeah and it basically injustice for all was their last like super creative album every album black album included black album and back every single album is kind of different everything yeah. after the black album uh, black album is just the black album over and over again like they did better in that sense then when when did that black album come out like 94 roughly 95 yeah like they nine wow 91 91. Um, 91 they've done better doing like covers than they have writing their own music in my opinion so yeah i could i could do that Marley, welcome, brother. Good to see you, man. No, I get it. I get it. I get where you're going on that. You got an amp hook? You got an amp close to you? And a guitar close to you? I don't have an amp or... No, I don't. Have, not right now. No? Why not? Upstairs. I was going to say, rip off a, a riff for me. Show me that you're better than that one. I know you are. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm better. He, he's a... <laughs> an accomplished guitar player. He, he I know. Had, you. Yeah, I like look at his. I just wanted to hear you. He, he can. You know, he can do so much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I there, get there what you're. That, there was that one time he was considered a prodigy, and then he joined Metallica. 
Right. Like I, I, I know that sounds kind of messed up, but yeah, that's why he well, was hired Harley. by Metallica. Yeah. You have to think he replaced, he replaced Dave Mustaine. Yeah, he and did. Dave Mustaine was self-taught. So whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I don't want to talk about Metallica anymore. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome to the Pulse uh, Headline News, your not-so-normal news source. Today's Tuesday, July 25th. All those new listeners out there, please make sure you hit that follow button. Give us some likes on the way through. We appreciate everything you do. Also, our fan club is building up. If you want to be part of the fan club, uh, please click on my icon and uh, join the fan club out there. We do appreciate that big time. Uh, I was, I was, I really want, I was hoping that you had a guitar close because I wanted to hear I, I know tear it up on, on your electric guitar. So that's why I wanted to hear something, but you know, well, I'm, that's I'm just honestly me. not really a fan of myself playing metal. So you're not, I've heard you rip no. off some pretty good stuff. I know. I know I can play it. I can play it, but I'm yeah. just not a, I don't have the passion for metal all that really. No, no, I really did. No. I mean, the punk scene was, uh, was, uh, thank you, Lucky. Well, I was in a punk band. I was kind of forced to play punk music. So, well, yeah, just a little bit. It's kind of how that happens. <laughs> Especially when you have to write all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, I was, have uh, to, like, dive into that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I job. get it. <laughs> get a job. <laughs> Steering clear of the workforce by writing songs, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to open the panel up? Sure. Well, I was okay. going to do some, I was going to start on some news here. Okay. Let me go ahead and open the panel up. Uh, panel's open. You guys are welcome to call in and come and join uh, me and Scott as we finish up the day's uh, news. Uh, we can do that if you have any comments on stuff that we've talked about earlier um we can do that as well uh lines are open come on up and join us if you'd like to all right uh scott let's roll right into it what do you got brother i i will i will say um so i love metal but most people don't like the kind of metal that i like um i like Why metal that? that's all that's like a first anything that was breaking barriers i absolutely yeah. love um I think a fantastic band that has really kept their individuality. That's a big famous band is probably like Iron Maiden. I've always okay. felt that they were always able to do what they were supposed to do. Judas Priest is another big band. Absolutely, um, man. I, I, I love power metal. Like I'm a huge power metal fan. Um, I'm a huge Ingve Malmsteen fan. Um, you know, I, I, I follow musicians. I follow guitar players. Uh, yeah. And when they're doing stuff that's absolutely creative, you know, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it. And I even, I even love a good metal singer and I'm very picky about my metal singers. Um, you know, I, I, I love, I love a, a guy who could scream a falsetto, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's kind of my thing. And, but yeah, as far as like just generic metal, I can't stand American death metal. I hate that genre. I think it's horrific. I think it's crap. 
it's almost as bad as hardcore punk to me. I hate hardcore punk. Um, you know, it just it's just chug a chug of music. There's no talent in it. It's just all about just screaming into a microphone and playing as fast as you can. Not an opinion, not a, a music that I get into. I yeah. hate to say it, but yeah. And you and I are both big punk fans. So we we kind of hold a standard to certain things, you know, as well as I do. I mean, even some of the bands I like, some of you criticize pretty good. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, I, I think there's a lot of lot of bands out there that you know, did a lot of good music, but to me, um, especially in the punk world, it's like a lot of it's very generic to me. Crazy. Yeah. You know, it's hard for me to get behind a lot of bands that started producing punk in the 90s. I, I hate yeah. to say it. Um, yeah because they weren't really punk they weren't doing anything new they were just copying over it was copy and then we got you know we got the the punk pop generation that snuck in there right um yeah and and there's some bands that were really good at that that don't get any credit like everyone talks about like green day and blink 182 uh you know there was all the lookout record bands there was like bands like screeching weasel that were fantastic i mean they they were pushing boundaries with pop punk and right. nobody cared. Yeah. You know, they didn't get pop nationally popular. You know, we didn't have to watch their lead singer cry on stage over and over again, like the green day guy. You know, right. You know, <laughs> we, we, we don't, we don't get to, we, we, we had to watch blink One Eighty Two, who became more of a mall store fashion advertisement than an actual band. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm going, stuff. I'm going to be very critical of, of that, that, that was garbage, especially because during those years that I was in a punk band, it was exactly the opposite of what we were going for. Right. We, weren't, we weren't trying to be like everybody else. And we weren't just copying other people's style. Green day came from a great place. They came out from lookout records actually. Right. And right. If, if you listen to their first album, that was on lookout it's inventful it's creative yeah it's great Thank absolutely you. cool a- absolutely yeah. a cool band they're doing something new yeah wow. uh shep put out there bowling for soup one of my favorites um i i love bowling for soup uh i love um let's see what else is one of my favorites um i i love me first in the gimme gimme's um uh, there's some other ones out there that I do enjoy. I mean, even red jumpsuit apparatus. Um, uh, let's see here. I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place, you know, but I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. When the punk pop scene hit, it just kind of, uh, there was a lot that was left behind Scott that, that didn't well, get only a guy from the IE would say something about me first in the gimme gimme's. You don't like me first in the gimme gimme's? No, I played with them. They're dick holes. Did you? I had no idea yeah. that. You never told me that. Really? Yeah, and, and and to me, it's just basic. They, they they were a copy and paste band too. They were, they were, but they got fun stuff. No, they're you know, fun. Even, they're, yeah, they're fun. They're, they're lots of fun. But they're absolutely. They, and they're, but but reason I made that comment is because they were really big in the Inland Empire. Right. So can you down in Corona and stuff like that? I mean, that was right. like their stomping grounds. I mean, when they when they started doing when they started doing covers, some of their covers, 
at the end. I mean, I really enjoyed them. Right, I really did. Right. You know, I, yeah, I didn't a, know there's that. There's always I need for those that. types of bands. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it was an easy way to get popular in Southern California, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. To, to, to Especially be like in that, the IE. That whole, yeah. like, that whole like 77 cut, you know, you just, just, you just get cut from a mold and you just do your thing. We wear a leather yeah. jacket and mess up your hair and then you're punk. Right. <laughs> you a wear a leather different. jacket when it's 98 degrees outside and smell yeah. like asshole, you know, and, <laughs> and, and when people talk to you, just, you know, you give Grunt. them a juror and, yeah, and, you uh, just get, uh, and, and a middle <laughs> finger and then you're, yeah. you're totally punk. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I get fucking it. fucking jocks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you get the bell, strike one. <laughs> no, I I enjoyed some of those bands. I I had no idea that uh, that you did anything with me first in the Gimme Gimmies. I I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, they they, yeah. they they played in the same circuit and tours as we did. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember. They were fun. I mean, I love how they did Sunday morning coming down. I I get a kick out of that. You know what one I'm talking about? No, not really. No? Yeah. Let's see. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. And the beer I had I'm surprised you haven't heard it. I I specifically ignored their songs. Did you really? Yeah. Walk out. <laughs> oh, come on, man. They absolutely killed it. Chris Christopherson's probably going, damn. Whatever. You know he is. You know you want to play it right now, too. Not really. No, I do. I wish I had a drum kit in front of me right now. I'd throw a little bit more fill in there, though. Are we going to do a new show or are we going to talk about uh, shitty pop punk bands? I don't know. I think it's great. I got to get through a course here. We'll get through a course, then we'll get back through the news. Oh. All right. Everyone's probably going, what the hell was that? <laughs> All right, Scott, let's get back into the news. <laughs> I could tell I bored you right there because I could hear a ballast song in the background. No, when you guys hear this. I did. I heard I, it earlier. There wasn't. No. There wasn't? Oh, so it's just me? No, maybe earlier. Maybe earlier? Okay. All right. Maybe. Jeez. We always got one sitting around somewhere. Oh, that was, uh, by the way, uh, try and guess which one that was. I don't know. It sounds heavy. So. No, it's actually light. Okay. Well, I don't know. What's my favorite one? 
the one I had in uh, inscribed. Oh, the Squiddy? Squiddy. I got Squiddy right now. Yeah, Squiddy's on my desk. That's, uh, that noise is a balisong, Shep. Let's say I'm pretty sure you could catch this one. Yeah, that sounds heavier. What do you but think? Anyway, um, yeah. No, my, my Squiddy blew apart. Did it? You broke your Squiddy? Oh, man. That's the BB yeah, part. By use. You didn't, even, didn't even drop it. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Nunchucks. <laughs> Chopsticks. Lucky me. <laughs> oh, uh, Shep wants to know what a balisong is. You could probably explain it better than I can. No, it's just, it's a butter. It's just a butterfly knife. Butterfly. Yeah. Filipino knife. Yeah. Filipino toothpick. Yeah. The barfly is uh, pretty heavy. It's a beast. I think I could probably change a tire with it. Use it for a tire spoon. Maybe. Yeah. Thing's a beast, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a butterfly knife is what it is. Okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, me and me and Scott flip ballast songs. Um, still got all our fingers, too. All nine of them. <laughs> Those aerials are a bitch, Scott. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get back into the news. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you got for us, Scott? Let's do it. Um, well, I put a picture in the chat earlier of Mr. Bezos. Okay. Um, um, so the Washington post, which he, he bought. Right. Um, 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. Roughly. Um, is, uh, on pace to lose a hundred million dollars. Whoa. In 2023. Really? Yeah. So he is absolutely tanking the Washington wow. Post. Damn. They, 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 you know, the Washington Post has like two divisions. They've got the division that used to be the Washington Post that has now been shrunk down to just nothing, basically. And they right. still do regular news. You know, this is a, this the Washington Post used to be one of the best newspapers in the world. Right. Then they then they start calling it the Washington Compost because it went to crap. And yeah. So yeah. now the Washington Post Rambler, the welcome majority back. of it, I'd say eighty percent of that newspaper is yeah. activist journalists that don't do anything but attack people. So right. and they do it with a lens, a left leaning political lens. And even if you're left leaning, it's got to get old after a while. Right. So yeah. it, it's not necessarily like, you know, echo chambers don't make money. I've always said right. that it's the, it's the issue with Donald Trump's true social, um, you know, an echo chamber doesn't make money. Uh, I think Facebook's, you know, whatever uh, threads is going to end up being the same thing. They're not yeah. going to be able to make money. You got, you got to, you got to have more open doors to, right? To, to make it big in media projection, any type of social stuff. Um, you've got to have more open doors. 
you got to have more of a platform. So, yeah. And I think he has done whatever he possibly could to close a lot of doors at the Washington Post. You know, you know, their mo- their motto says democracy dies in darkness. Um, right. And he's doing exactly that. He boxed himself in. Right. Basically. Uh, I don't know Russell if it's even him. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he put a vision out and the people are just taking it way too far. Uh, right. I mean, I, I'm a fan of these big old newspapers, you know, keeping, uh, using their power and their position to spread truth. Right. Absolutely. When they don't do it and they don't care to do it is when it, it turns, you get a bad opinion on it, you know, and it becomes a joke. Like you said, Washington compost. Now right become a joke yeah it is it is in the media world that's exactly where they go to it you know right. i mean that's exactly what they call it out there you know even even newscasters and stuff oh this coming from the washington compost i mean how many times have we heard that term <laughs> right and that kind of yeah and that kind of uh will will uh oh what I? You got something breaking? Oh no, there it goes. Yeah, it keeps doing that. It keeps taking my my uh my image bubble away. Um huh. speaking of that type of news, um yeah. I thought we would talk about the comparative. Okay. Is is uh, this guy's model. this guy's new uh oh wow. Oh wow. Oops. You actually surprised yourself? Yeah, this guy's this guy's new company. X x by yeah by elon musk yeah which um, we were screwing with last night by the way i still ain't found i i watched that uh video by the way shep for the for the uh for the spaces the twitter spaces i still can't find threads? it yeah no um on on twitter so is, that's uh that's his uh logo for the company X that they're right. going forth with. Um, yeah. in an interview, uh Elon Musk says X could become half of the world's financial system over time. And this is uh his AI generated um logo. Yeah, uh, AI no AI generation company that he is that he is building. Um, people were saying that oh, it's going to basically take over Twitter. Yeah, and I have news this morning that it has. Hmm. Um. So Twitter is now branded as X. Uh, the little bird that is gone. Yeah, is now gone. Yeah, um, I noticed that. This or last night, actually. Yeah, yeah so it's a goner. Show you an image of the top left corner of when you go into Twitter. That's what it now looks like. So and so, Twitter has announced that they have officially rebranded to X and have ditched the bird logo. Right. They so, gave it the bird. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So it is a hard rebranding. Yeah, they did. They killed the bird. They killed the Twitter bird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Interesting. So uh, also, too, uh, more news coming out of uh, stuff that has to do with AI. Yeah. Uh, OpenAI's Sam Altman has announced that his WorldCoin uh, financial and identity network has been launched. And you must scan your eyeballs with an orb to get in. Really? So he introduced biometrics into it. Right. So Sam, this is a, this is from his world app. Yeah. Uh, he, he did an announcement where the announcement says you can now download world app, the first protocol compatible wallet and reserve your share after mm -hmm. visiting an orb, a biometric verification device, you will receive a world ID. This a lets you prove ID. you are real a, and unique person online while remaining completely private. As the globe distribution of orbs is ramping up, you can find the closest one and book time to be verified with World App and at worldcoin.org. Interesting. Divine, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> Marley says his his app still shows it's flipping the bird <laughs> back in there. <laughs> I just pulled it up. I'm I'm pulling up even the icon um on the PC base is changed, but even in the tabs it's like black. There's no bird. The bird is gone. Is the bird the word? I don't know. It's gone. It's it's history. Yeah. All right, Scott. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, AI and biometrics now starting to uh, uh, intermingle. Lovely. Go ahead, Scott. Um, let's see. Uh, what else we got here? I'm trying to see where. Let's do a clip. Let's do a clip. Let's say we haven't done a clip all day. Yeah. Must be due. Yeah, we're due for a clip. <laughs> all right uh i this don't even need a headline let's just talk about it after sound good let's go ahead and play it here we go um uh, chairman james comer today says that the oversight committee excuse me has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of the son hunter biden many times Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. Okay, there you go, Scott. Well, wow, that was fresh. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. I, there you I go. think at, I think at th this point you are. They, they're just going to just add an absolute lie and they're going right. to stick to that lie until they're look you dead in the eye and just lie to your face over and over and over again. Yeah. They're just going to write it out. Right. Yeah. And it's we'll, not going and, and, and here I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do this other story since uh, Biden and his son are a thing and to show you, the level of corruption and just just ask yourself why isn't there uproar over this 
Okay. Um, man, that's actually pretty. You're right, Divine. It wasn't me. Of course, she caught me on the cow. It no? was a, that's wasn't a sharp picture. Um, so Hunter Biden's art got sold to a Democratic donor friend. Mm. Joe Biden. <laughs> what? His art? <laughs> yes, his art. Hunter Biden's art got sold to a Democratic donor friend who Joe Biden named to a prestigious commission. Another buyer spent $875,000 on Hunter's artwork. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, so the this is an absolute uh, pay-to-play money scheme. Right. That he is doing. And just think about it if, like, I mean... I, I hate to do this. I, I really don't like to be the guy who does this all the time, but think about if one of Trump's kids scribbled on a canvas and was selling it to people who were involved with like the heritage foundation to get right. positions in the white house. That's exactly. I mean, you would, you would, you would automatically, your brain just goes, wow, that's absolutely retarded. And then right. you're like, yeah, but it's actually happening in front of our eyes with this administration. Yeah. I'm actually, he has his art hanging everywhere. I'm just looking at this galleries and stuff. It is. I'm looking at it going, what the hell? I was just trying. I had no idea he was even a painter. Well, he still isn't from what I've seen. No, he's been doing this ever since his dad has been president. He's, he's really an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter Biden sells more painting. You gotta be kidding me. I don't know. It just blows me away. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go ahead and uh we'll we'll do this story. Um okay. because you you asked for it. I am. So- I, I you and I talked about it and we talked about it in depth last night. So we need to go in depth, but, but, but here it is. Um, so this is a, an announcement that was made that Americans who now travel visa free to Europe will need to get approval prior to departure starting in 2024, January, 2024. Right. Yeah. So this isn't about getting a visa. This is about the country that you're traveling to approving you for travel. Right. thing I did read is that it is centered on the EU. So anything outside the EU does not count. Um, So one thing I did find out, this does not count for the UK. It does not count for the UK. No. Hmm. Interesting. So as it says, anyone looking to travel into Europe in 2024 should be aware of a new requirement that will go into effect for all U.S. passport holders. Um, if you previously traveled to Europe without a visa, you will now need to apply for an authorization from the European Travel Information and Authorization System. You're applying for a visa. 
Now I was mis no. I, I had a misconception. No, no, you're 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 applying right. for an application. An application. That's the six dollar and fifty cent or whatever the hell it is, right? Yeah. Because they're charging you for it. Yep. The application is a has a fee of uh seven euros right now. Okay. And that is that is what it is. It's nothing else. All that is, is the application itself. After you do this application, you will then be considered to be approved for travel. Right. If you do get approved, um, you will only be able to uh, travel for 90 days within 180 days. Mm. So that's, that's it. And they're calling it, it's basically a travel visa, right? Is that what they're calling it? Correct. Um, the ETIAS has the ability to approve your travel within minutes, but cases for the application seem to be taking a lot longer, 14 days. Hmm. And in that time, you will be asked to provide personal additional documentation and you will be considered to travel to your destination. Considered. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, you're you right. Need to, yeah, you need to on. apply for the application well in advance of your planned journeys from now on. Yeah. Interesting. The I mean, application can be refused and the email will include reasons why these decisions have been made and steps for you to appeal the process of not being allowed into the European Union. Hmm. Once you travel, your application expires. So once you travel into the country, it automatically expires. So you're there yes. on that, those dates. Or when you're there. Within that 180 days. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, you and I talked about this, about the U.S. passport, right? The U.S. passport has been a staple, basically getting yeah. you in. One of any the top the 10 most powerful passports in the world. And right. this actually will definitely move it out of that top 10. For sure. Correct. 100%. Yeah. They, that, that's the big news here. Um, this is a statement from the ETIAS is that this is what they state. They say border guards need to verify that you meet all entry conditions when traveling into the European Union. And anyone who does not meet the, those conditions will be refused entry. So this is not like a soft kind of thing. Like this. No. It's a, it's a block. It is basically. Right. And, and just so you know, some countries that they may come back and say, oh, you require a visa for that type of thing. Well, visas are expensive and visas right. take time. Visas can take up to six months to get. Um, right. And they can, they can be extremely expensive. They may on the front end tell you that the visa is $50. On the back end, you realize that you're going to have to get travel insurance on top of that visa and next thing you know, you're spending three to 500 bucks. Right. So that's just kind of things that, and, and so what, what is the big takeaway here? Uh, 
you do not know what you're getting into, but you start with this ETIAS now when you travel to Europe, but you do not know what you're going to be getting into when it comes to the conditions of entry for that specific country. Correct. Uh, Marley put out their application fee veil. <laughs> exactly. Either way, you're going to spend money. This money but, is not being, remember, this organization is not a European organization. No. Or sorry, a, a U.S. organization. It's a, a European US organization. Union organization. Sorry, I got, yeah. I got it backwards. But you, you pass so this has nothing to do with the United States. That's what a lot yeah. of people, I've seen news articles that are saying the United States is not required. No, no, this, this is a European Union organization and it directly is being targeted to Americans traveling there. It is. It, it's it's boxing us out. It's direct. I don't know. I, I just don't get it. They they're killing themselves off. I mean, how much is? I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a mess. And that goes into effect when? January. Yeah. Yeah, January twenty four. So, guys are planning to go into the EU. Um, yeah. Well, they're by far the majority of people who travel to the European Union are doing so for work or business. So this is just like the crackdown on people traveling for business has started like five years ago. Right. Um, you know, it's one of like the things like I can tell you, I think, I think Canada is retarded. And the U.S. is retarded to Canadian citizens on traveling back and forth. And it it gets to the point where they literally have to have like your CEO of your company write you a letter of recommendation to travel across their border if you're going there for business. Um, You know, they have detained people that are traveling for international companies with with uh, headquarters in both countries to reevaluate. Uh, what they're doing for that company and if there's any, you know, shenanigans involved for travel. Um, it's this, it's the crackdown on traveling outside of our borders is crazy. Um, it is. It and does, it does about- make it appealing to just, you know, if you're going to travel to travel South or to be even fair, a lot of Asia is a lot is, is, is fairly open to Americans without any right. issues. So, um, Unfortunately, it's not vice versa for Asia. A lot of Asians have a hard time getting here. Um, right. They need all kinds of paperwork, visas and, you know, approval from both countries and all kinds of crazy stuff. But for us, it's, we, we can, it's fairly easy. Just be careful with traveling to Japan. I can tell you that. that right. Actually, you and I, I have talked someone about who's that. been detained. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and he wasn't doing anything crazy at all. Yeah. So, you think and about it banned for life for, from Japan too. a lot of people, right. don't know that. if you travel right. too much to Japan and they just think that you're abusing, uh, the travel, the, the travel agreements, they'll just straight up ban you for life. There's nothing you can do about it. Right. So yeah, there ain't no going back the EU. Uh, I, I pulled up a list of countries. So that consists of Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Republic of Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, 
Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Netherlands, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, and Sweden. That's a hell of a list. That's quite a heck of a list right there. Right. Yeah. So that just, uh, that just, uh, yeah. No more baklava, bitches. No more baklava. <laughs> it's easy. Uh, five shots of vodka, you say anything. <laughs> well, that may have just put some uh, crimps in my plans for travel. No. <laughs> No, because I wanted to, I wanted to, Susie was actually planning on, because, uh, you know, all my, all my family's from the island of Malta, you know, so I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to see it someday. And wow, what a pain in the ass. Just the thing, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Italy. I mean, wow. Interesting. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. QQA. Uh, Scrabble bag, welcome to the show. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this all turns out. It's going to be a shitstorm, Scott. It is. You know? It really is. All right, what else you got in the news there? Thanks for covering that. A lot of people did not know about that, what was kicking off. And I was even confused at it because the news I was getting, Scott, as I told you, was, oh, all you got to do is just apply for it. And it was, you know seven dollars or whatever and then it's uh done you know? yeah there's much more to it than that and, yeah much and there's more. A, that's why i wanted you to put that there, out there. there's more the mysterious gray area right in yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of unknown like so you apply for it you're still like okay now what right you know Great news, my friend. You are free to travel to our country. Ha! Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it does. It, it, because all mainstream that's putting it out there, that's why I wanted you to break it down and, and put that out there for our listeners. Because there's much more to it than just uh, than just saying, oh, apply for the visa is, is $6.50 American. Yeah. No, there's, there's much more to it. Nostrofia, Chef says. <laughs> no, well, there you go. If you got any plans to plan on uh, going to any of those countries uh, after uh, January of 24, uh, look into it. Well, I was going to say we're, we're going to have to wrap it up. Um, okay. Maybe, uh, maybe give you a little bit of sneak preview for tomorrow. Um, we're okay. we're going to talk about one of the most dangerous positions to ever hold inside of the white house. Uh, really? at least, at least it's become pretty apparent that it is. Um, and, uh, tomorrow too, we're going to talk a little bit about more of some of the, uh, relationships that Russia's going has been making all over the world with right. other world leaders. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I think that's all I've got for today. And, okay. uh, well, yeah, we'll just show tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll just call tomorrow's the ripple in the water. What do you think? Right. I think, yeah, because uh, we got some good stuff coming out tomorrow. All right, uh, Scott, you got any uh, final words for everyone out there today? Um, let me see. I had something. You got something? 
out there? Yeah, I did save something today. Okay. All right. Well, we got some wonderful people in the room. Uh, after you give me your final words, we're gonna we're gonna do some plugs here. I I saved a couple. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of uh, Marcus Aureli's book. Um, so I saved. I looked up a couple of the quotes from there. Um, your mind will take shape of what you frequently hold in thought. For the human spirit is colored by such impressions. Mm. Very deep. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Scott. I, I dig that one. Thank you, Susie, for the gifts out there. All right. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's been a great day here. Uh, I got some, uh, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I haven't talked about this in a long time, but just remember, slow progress is better than no progress at all. You know, stay a positive out there. Don't give up. You know, if you try and fail, congratulations, because you know what? Most people don't even try anymore. You know, I've said it this week, uh, this last week out there, you know, don't count the days, make your days count out there and, uh, you know, put some help out there, you know, make things happen. We got some great people in the room. Uh, Marley, dude, uh, got to hear some of your show the other day. Can I pick a song? Uh, can you pick a song? I actually pulled one up for you. I actually pulled one up for you. Oh, you, to let you, you know you, you're picking a song you like and you're gonna no no you said judas priest uh, you admired judas priest no, i, I didn't say screaming. i wanted to hear that right now bro. oh yeah uh make sure that you guys give uh marley a click and a follow out there uh he's doing some great shows he's back into a new season out there we appreciate everything he does and the support he gives us here pulse uh love your brother man do it to it also we got humble dog in the room give him a click and a follow as well miss divine is in here too she's throwing out some shows so make sure you give her a click and a follow uh miss dixie lucky me thank you for joining us today appreciate you as well also my brother the outside of normal king of overnight uh podcastings in the room uh, make sure you check out his show at 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Alaska time. Uh, got Shep in here doing it as well. It's been a great day out here. We really, really uh, enjoy everything out there. All those 37 countries that are listening to The Pulse, we appreciate everything you do. You want to find out more about us here, uh, you can go to our website at PulseAlaska.com and uh, do it to it. You know, we appreciate can I, can everything. Can I at least, uh, can I at least you pick, can pick a, a song. song? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, I'm going to send it to you. You're going to send it to me? Jeez. Do I need to put a disclaimer out? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to pick a, I'm going to pick a good one. Are you? Okay. I'll pick a you, good one. Okay. Let's send it to me. I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it here. Okay. <laughs> Is it coming by carrier pigeon or what, dude? I can go ahead and roll this thing out while we get to it here. Let's roll it out. All right. First of all, like I said, I want to thank all those 37 countries for downloading and listening to the Pulse out there. You guys are all part of the Pulse family. Been a great day out there. Let's talk about some podcasts real quick. Got the old man's podcast tomorrow morning. 6 a.m. Alaska time. 
10 a.m. Eastern. Get on out there. Check it out. Also, like I said, outside of normal, Russell, my brother, he's in the room as well. Check him out. 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Alaska time. King of overnight podcasting. Also, we got the Shep Shack. Make sure you click and follow Shep. He's throwing some shows out there. We got the Amber May Show. That's right. We do support the Amber May Show here as well. Make sure that you check out the Amber May Show. She's got some big stuff coming up this Friday. Stay tuned, man. Check it out. Uh, Like I said, Humble Dog's in here. Also, check out uh, the Handy J Show, the TRL. Our brother from across the ponds, Caps out there, K-E-P-Z. Cool stuff. Got some great people, great family out here. Now, let's see what I got. Oh, okay, Scott. I'll give you this one. I'll give you that one. Good job, Scott. <laughs> Congratulations to Miss Dixie as well for our fan of the month. We're winding it down here. Going to have fan of the month for July coming up pretty quick here. I got to play one more plug on the way out. Then we're going to play Scott's pick of the day. He stayed in line. He, he stayed in line with, uh, let's see here, with our uh, our uh, medal today. So we can do that. All right. This show brought to you by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge. Ninana Repair in the Ninana Depot. Uh, from myself, Denali Burrow Brett, along with Tucson Scott and executive producer, Miss Susie. Thank you, guys. Have a great day out there. Like I said, I'm going to play one more plug out there, uh, go into a song, and maybe have a little follow-up. So here we go. Let's go ahead and do it. Thank you, Scott, for being my co-host here. You are amazing. And, yes, I do appreciate your brother. All right, let's do it. At the Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best Alaska. Don't forget Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30. Clear Sky Lodge, located at milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. Tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. Wow, you picked a live version, Scott.
All right. Thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. We're going to be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Have a great day out there. Be safe. Be kind. And like I said, from myself, Denali Burrow Brett, along with Tucson Scott and executive producer, Miss Susie. Thank you all for being part of the Pulse family. Enjoy your day out there. I'm out of here. That's all, folks.